So, hey, Matt, uh, how much was your first uh, wholesale deal, bro? It was $13,850. Nice. And then uh, what lease source did it came from? It was a direct mail, direct mail piece. And where are you based out of, bro? Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee area. You got it. Wholesale Chameleon <laughs> family. What up, what up, what up? I'm back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview today. I got Matt to jump on to share with you guys his stories. He seems super excited. So am I. I can feel the energy already, broski. So um, I'll let him uh, share with you guys his stories, how he got his first wholesale deal. And the reason why I do this, um, I do this is to help inspire, motivate those of you who's out there hustling, grinding. You know, maybe you've been at it for a month, six months, a year, maybe past a year on and off, and you still can't seem to get your first deal done, man, you must watch these because this is going to help you, right, to get mm -hmm. that first one, to let you push through and keep on going. The one that succeed is the one that don't give up, man. Tough time, you know, tough time don't last, but guess what? Tough people do. Let's go. <laughs> and, most, and wholesale to million people are what? Are freaking doer, and we're freaking hustler, all right? So don't you give up on me, okay? And I'm telling you, that first deal, just like everybody said, it'll change you and it'll change mm -hmm. your life. It'll change because most importantly, it'll change your mindset. Now, instead of a fantasy, it becomes a reality. And you know that beast is going to unleash inside of you and you're going to crush it. Just like Matt right now is on fire. Let's go. <laughs> so before you guys, before I let Matt takes over, I want to let you guys know that I am going to run another 2K web class. For those of you who don't know, my 2K web class is going to happen on January, I think, 12th. All right, exclusively for 20 people. It does cost $2,000 per person or per couple, but I'm gonna spend a whole entire day with you. And what I'm gonna do is I'll break down my whole entire business. I'll help you from A to Z, give you a clear action plan, man, to start off right on 2020, exactly how to do this business one step at a time, but most importantly, help you put the system together, all right? So whether this is for everybody that haven't done a deal, or maybe you're trying to scale up, and get to the next level because I'll give you all the info, all the knowledge, all the tools, all the systems for you to be able to go out there and do it the right way. All right. So if you are ready for it, you want to sign up, shoot an email over to wholesale2millions at gmail.com. And I have another one is a 5k web class, which is 5,000 per person or per couple, but it lasts for five months where I meet with you every single month, one time a month, five months straight. All right. The $2,000 is just a one time. January 12th, a whole entire day. Whew. All right, so let's rock and roll. Matt, I'm going to hand it, hand it over to you, bro, and I want to know your story, dude. All right, let's go. So, yeah, um, basically, I got into um, wholesaling real estate earlier this year, actually. So, um, just started looking at YouTube videos and different things, came across your channel, of course, um, and saw the different testimonials and the different you know tips you give out and things like that and other channels of course um and yeah and so i started implementing them earlier this year but i wasn't so focused on it i guess you can uh -huh. say i um i started actually just doing like these different marketing channels like text messaging and all these different so man i'm sorry yeah. to interrupt man when did you when did you initially got in I would say earlier this year in January, I actually paid for a course 
from this person on bigger pockets, but it didn't, it didn't really work out so well for me. Gotcha. Um, so now Matt, who did you discover first? I, I want to know that. On, on YouTube. Um, well, it was different channels. Um, I can't pinpoint one. I was just looking at all of them at the same time. I mean, your uh -huh. channel, Max Maxwell, yep. Wholesaling Inc., all these, you know, the big players. Now, let me ask you this, bro. Who gives you the fire? <laughs> <laughs> From you, of course. I'm just, I'm just kidding, bro. Hey, thank, thank you. I, I'm just kidding, dude. Okay. Uh, so keep going. So, so uh, yeah. So uh, keep going with your story, Matt. Yeah. So I started earlier this year and... Um, but prior to that, I was actually doing dropshipping e-commerce. Ah. And I actually, you know, I actually did pretty well for like the past two years before, you know, I was making consistent income. Like how much, and bro? I, it was a good, I mean, I was making over six figures doing it on a, on a yearly basis. Good but that, you. my website just went down. The model wasn't, you know, good for me. And I, I just lost interest in it. And so, 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 so Matt, if, if you don't mind me ask you really quick, cause I listen, man, the wife, mm -hmm. try, like when we try to make it, it right. We should try to make it in life. We drive the Amazon drop shipping, private label. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? The avatar, whatever it is, dude. Right. And, and, and let me tell for those of you who's listening, who have that, uh, who have that business going, Obviously, mm -hmm. just milk the cow. But the one reason why the wife didn't like that model is because you're building your business on someone else's land. Because Amazon right. can say, hey, it's a no-go for it's, you, man. You're done, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And so it just wasn't sustainable for me. Okay. Um, and I, I just felt like I needed to do something more long-term. And real estate is definitely long-term. And I felt like wholesaling was the best way to do it. Okay. Um, and so... You know, and of course, before the e-commerce, I went to college. I actually was working as an accountant for a year afterwards. It just wasn't me, the nine to five grind. And so I actually quit my job. And that's when I started e-commerce and actually worked out for me, did that for two years. And then now I'm doing this. Um, but fast forward now. So it took me about eight months to get my first deal. So I closed my first deal in August. And what really changed is that like back in July, I said, okay, let me just go back to the basics of wholesaling. So I just went to direct mail, you know, your simple yellow postcard. And I didn't, I wasn't even answering the phone calls. I had them go to straight to voicemail. I put that on the postcard and that's how I got my first deal. Um, I came across, it was an absentee list, high equity, okay. but um, what ended up happening, something was wrong with the county records where this property was showing up as absentee, but it was actually owner occupied. And um, older gentleman was a four bedroom, three bedroom ranch style house um, in a decent area around. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, so Matt, um, I, I know people are going to have a questions. So right. High, high equity absentee owner. When you say high equity, what, what percentage are you talking about? Usually I, I do 70% or more. They own 70% okay. or so more. So which mean that, which mean they got to have at least that third, you know, 70% or more in equity right. for you, for them, for you to put on a list. Now, for those of you who's watching this, you see how Matt said that this one, it was supposed to be vacant, but the, actually the seller was there. Now as long so to, for us, when we pull a list, it doesn't matter if it's, high equity absentee or not absentee as long as there's equity we hit them 
Right, exactly. Okay, yeah, and I hit from... those two yeah, I hit those two lists separately, but for some reason this owner showed up on the absentee list. Gotcha, okay. And um yeah, and so I, I went over to the house, uh saw the property. It was in, you know, had a it needed re- repairs and updating, but not like major repairs. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, they did have a pool backyard that needed to be filled in and things like that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay, man. So so the seller got a postcard from you, right? Right. Seller calls you. Right. Left you a voicemail. I want to know. Right. Now I want to know what is what that voicemail said. Yeah, basically I said, hey, my name is Matthew. I'm looking to work on a property near your area. Uh, wanted to see if you might be interested in a cash offer on your property. You know, I, I try to sound like I'm really local, like your local guy mm-hmm. around the area, just looking for a fix and flip that I could do on my own or, or with um, a, a construction crew. Gotcha. Okay. And now when, okay, yeah. so that's your voicemail. When the seller calls you, you put them through your voicemail. So you don't answer them. You just right. let them go through voicemail. All right. Now, what did, what, 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 uh, what did the seller left you as, as for a voicemail? Yeah. I mean, they were very, um, you know, straight to the point. I didn't know if it was, if they were motivated or not. They were like, Hey, um, sort of interested, call me back. So I called him back mm. and. Wait, 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 I, he, wait. I, I'm sorry, right. Matt. So, so the voicemail that the seller left you, it just said, Hey, if you're interested, just call me back. No, he said, I'm, I'm sort of interested. Like ah. he's sort of interested, interested. Please call me back. Gotcha. And Matt, the reason why I asked you this question, because yeah. most people that are starting out or they knew they're like, they asked me the questions like, Kong, well, how do I know if they're motivated or not more? Like, how do I determine which one to call back right away? Like, like they don't know. So that's why I asked mm-hmm. you. So he said, I'm okay. I, I'm somewhat interested. Okay. Right. Right. And yeah, I mean, my deal is just to call anybody back, even if they don't leave a voicemail, I call all of them back as soon as possible. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I got on the call with him. And he was just very straight to the point. I still couldn't see if he was motivated or not from hearing him over the phone. So uh, he was all like, hey, okay, we can meet this day if you want to see my house. And so he set a date. We didn't even talk about anything about the house. So I didn't even get to talk about price, why he was wanting to sell or anything. He just wanted me (laughs) to come to the appointment. So I was like, okay, you know, this is practice. I'm new here. You know, even if it's not a deal, at least I'm getting the reps in and mm-hmm. practicing how to talk to a seller in person. So um, I went to the property, you know, I saw that the property needed work updating. Um, I, I believe the property um, was probably ARV, like after repair value, like the market value of the property was probably mm-hmm. between uh, like 180 to 100. Okay, 180 and, to 200 you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, between 180 and 200. Um, and so when I went to the house, all the different updates needed on the property and whatnot, um, you know, built rapport with the seller, of course, and just talked to him on why he was wanting to move, wanted to downside. He was older. He had different health issues, wanted to pay for different operations, surgeries, and just wanted to move to a simpler place that he can rent out. And after that, you know, came time to talk about the price and, Throughout the meeting, I, I didn't feel any motivation from him, honestly, but I knew just to submit an offer, you know, just to practice. And so I was like, hey, you know, 
would you, you know, after all this, we can do this, pay cash, you know, the whole nine yards, you know, pay all closing costs. And then I said, hey, would you, he still wouldn't give me a price. Like I asked him multiple times for a price, but he wouldn't budge. So eventually I had to give him a price. Yeah, And okay. I know that's, that's not always the best idea to do, right. but so, I just, yeah. So, okay. So Matt, let me break down this whole thing. So that way we can put people through the experience. So you're there with the seller, right. right? You're there with the seller, you're chatting with the seller and you guys are basically walking through, walking through the house, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now, well, let me ask you, how many bedrooms and bathrooms does the property have? Four beds, three baths. Okay. And the square footage? It was around 2000. Okay. Is it a single story or a Yeah, double? single. Okay. So it's a, it's a ramp. Okay. It's a ranch. Okay. So now what do you estimate the rehab cost would be? Mm, at the probably time? around 40, 40K. At, at the time. Okay. And what, what kind of work does it need? Um, updating, you know, Kitchen. on the property itself, but the backyard was the main issue because they had a pool that had to be filled in. Okay. Gotcha. So, so it needs kitchen, bathrooms, flooring, paint, all right. that. Right. Okay. How, how, does it need a new roof or no? No. Electrical and plumbing, does it need to be updated? No. Okay. But so it just needs kitchen, bathroom, just kind of cause, just kind of uh, an update. So, okay. So kitchen, yeah. bathrooms, flooring, and paint. Mm-hmm. How about windows? Does it need new, new windows? Um, and some, some, not necessarily. I okay. wouldn't say so. Got it. So now let me, okay, now walk us through the conversation when you're talking to the seller. Obviously, you're building rapport, you're walking through the property, you're looking at all the work that is needed. Did mm-hmm. you get a number from the seller of what he thinks the property, uh, were, um, what he think it would, uh, it would cost to fix up? Um, well, not, not what it costs to fix up. I mean, he gave me a number how much he thought the property was worth. And what um, did he say? He, I mean, he felt like the property was worth around 150 Okay, so that's but good. Me knowing the market, I knew that this property could sell for more than that. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's I mean, good. That was good. But he knew that was the market value of the property. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just talking with him, you know, got to know more about his family life, his children. Sure. Um, you know, how his wife passed a few years ago and things like that. You know, what his interests were and things like that while we we're walking the property. Um, and yeah, you know, throw jokes here and there as much sure. as I can make them feel relaxed. And, um, yeah, so that's basically how the conversation, not much about the property itself. Cause you know, we can just visually see it. Right. Um, but yeah. And then we just started talking about price. Gotcha. So now, this. right. So now let me ask you, Matt. So did you ever ask the seller what it would cost, what he think it would cost to fix it up? I did not do that. I take notes. That. Anyone yeah. that's anyone that's listening, take notes, man. <laughs> Listen, when it comes to getting numbers, you always want to get the number from the other person. So for example, if, if I walk through with Matt to the property, I say, okay, Matt. Okay. So it seems like the kitchen. So you guys probably talked to about what needed work and all that. And I would simply, you know, kindly say, Hey Matt. So, I mean, do you know, like, do you, do you know what it would roughly cost to do all this work and, and fix the house up? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. You would, you would ask that the reason why, okay, check this out. The seller estimated the property worth Matt asked him and he said it was worth 150 and you in your mind know, Oh wow, that's a 30, 
$30,000 di discount already, right? Because you know it's worth about at least one eighty. You right. see that? But if you don't ask, you don't know, right? right. And now right. you're negotiating not from the one eighty. you're negotiating from the one fifty that the seller is thinking that's going to cost to fix it up. Now, what if mm -hmm. the seller doesn't know about rehab and some seller underestimate, I know that, but what if you ask? What if Matt said, oh, it's going to cost about $50,000 to fix this property or 60 or 70? I have mm -hmm. seller give me a ridiculous number and I went, whoa. And I used that number against them. Okay, so right. you said it's worth 150. Now it's going to cost me 50,000. Now we're at 100. Yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so I suggest that you ask. Ask the seller. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Now, so now you estimate the rehab to be about 40. So what question now I want to know is what question do you ask the seller to give you a price? I, I want to know. <laughs> so, I mean, the first thing is, you know, I, I went over what I could provide. Hey, I can close cash, you know, no closing fees. We can close within 30 days. Knowing those things, what would you take for a cash offer? How much are you willing to take? She says, I don't know, you know, you give me a price, you know, things like that. And I sure. say, okay. Well, I mean, if the property is repaired, everything's fixed up, how much do you think this property would sell for? Um, and, you know, of course, he gave me that um, appraisal value before. So that was one price he gave me, the, the 150 um, And then, you know, he still wanted to give me what he would want for the property as is. So I said, as is, you know, let's say you don't have to lift another finger on this property. How much would you take? What's your price? And, you know, he, he just went, went and budge. And so the meeting was coming to an end. And so I like, I knew I wanted to, you know, leave him with an offer. Sure. And so eventually I gave in and I, and I gave him a price. Of what? What was your so I, I Yeah, I just went like 50% of what he said. So I said, hey, would you, would you consider an offer at 70,000? And then? And then he said, yes. <laughs> he said, yes. And you know, whenever that happens, of course you think, Dane, I could have went lower than <laughs> Yeah, but yep, but, yep. So but, yeah. So and that's why I mean the seller mustn't know as well that hey, whoever gives a number first kind of lose it, right? So right. but Matt seemed to try everything already. And I'm gonna give you guys a few tips here. I'm telling you, man. Talking to seller, negotiating with the seller is extremely, extremely important. Okay, you can do all the marketing, you can do all that, but really, really what separates you between another investor out there is going out there, building the relationship, building rapport, communicating, and knowing how to negotiate. So if you don't know, you're just shooting for luck, man. You're really just shooting for luck, right? It takes skills to close lots of deals, all right? <laughs> so now let me, let me, add, let me add, ask Matt this. Okay, so, oh my God, I, I totally forgot about what I was going to stop you to ask. It's very important. Okay. Um, Oh, got it. When you ask the seller, the seller gave you the property that it's going to fix up. It's going to worth about 150. Did you ever thought about asking the seller? So let's just say you're the seller, Matt. So let's just say, let's just imagine that I was you and, and, and you're the seller. And I say, so after all the work is being done to the property, uh, Matt, I mean, do you know what's, what's the property's worth? 150? 150. So now let me ask you then, Matt, what do you think it's worth as is? Ha now my question to you is have you ever have you did you ask the seller that i i believe i did i did it, ask him that he didn't he didn't budge no so so you did ask him well, what he think is and he doesn't know yeah okay yeah. so yeah. for those for those of you who's watching if you don't if you don't ask if, if you ask the seller and the seller give you a number 
you need to come back and ask the seller, is that as is Matt or is that after in perfect condition? Okay. Right. Cause you need to know because if he, but the seller said, Hey, fix up, it's going to be 50, you know, 150. And this, if the seller did give you a number, how much it, uh, you know, fix up is he probably, or she probably in their head, you know, minusing that off and figure, Hey, it's going to be around, you know, you need to know those two numbers because when, if they said 120, let's just say if they say one, one, 140 as is, guess what? You're not negotiating from the 150. Now in the seller's head, you are going to come off from the 140. And right. from 140 to 180 from what is worth, it's already 40,000. So just to give you guys some negotiating tips, okay? Right. Okay, so now you estimate it to be, uh, okay, so when you, when you mentioned the offer of 70, Matt, the seller just said yes. Yeah. Now, uh, did, did the seller owes uh, anything on the property? Um, yeah, I believe he owed a little bit, Do you know probably like, um, around like 30,000, 30,000. Okay. Yeah. How do you, uh, Matt, did you ever ask him like after the mortgage? So did, so he told you how much he owed, right? Or did he? Right. Know? Okay. Right. So did you yeah. ever ask him once the mortgage is paid off, how much he's looking to walk away with net in his pocket? Instead of talking about the sell price, talk about the, the walk away price. I did not. Okay. I'm learning. Okay, good, right. good, good, man, dude, uh, dude, bro. I'm gonna help get you better, better at negotiating. So when Let's I, go. if you guys listen to me on a call with the seller, dude, there's many, many times. Not all the time. Let's be real. Not all the time, but a lot of times, when I talk to the seller, and I say, so, 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 what are you hoping to get for the property? The seller would say 150. <clears throat> now, let me ask you this, Matt. If we take care of all the closing costs, all the fees, yada, yada, yada. And once the mortgage is paid off, because we're going to take care of that, I guess what I want to know is what are you hoping to walk away in your pocket net to you at the time of closing? When I say mm -hmm. that, you guys, literally, it's the, the walk away money, I take that and add it with the mortgage, it's, all, it's lower than what, right. what the seller would want to sell the property for. And let me tell you why. Because in the seller's head, maybe they're they thinking, well, 150, I got all this closing costs, all this fee, right? They're thinking about this huge number of fees of costs that they got to pay. But if you simplified it for them and said, hey, if we take care of all this, man, you don't have to worry about it. There's no hidden closing costs. There's no surprises. I just want to know what you will want to walk away with. And most of the time, the seller already in their head, they already plan out of what they need right? To either buy another property or to buy whatever it is or to move on with their life. Okay. So if you can get that number from them, I, I'm just saying sometime when you add the two together, it's way lower than what they, what they actually said they want to sell the property for because in their All head right. that, that walk away number to them mm -hmm. is obviously is what you want to get. So, okay. So you mentioned 70. Okay. So the seller accept the 70,000. Right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, it. And uh, you tie it up for 30 days, Matt? Yeah, for 30 days. Okay. And uh, I know some of you say, Kong, you're doing a lot of talking. Matt is not doing a whole lot of talking <laughs> because, because I'm really trying to break down this deal so you right. guys understand here and really help you guys when it comes to talking to the seller. Now, Matt, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Is that when you, did, did you ask the seller how quickly did, does he need to close or did you mention yeah. the 30? Oh, you did? I did ask him. And... You know, at first I just said, you know, 30 days and um, yeah, so I said 30 days, he just said I was fine. And then he calls me a little bit later, you know, he talks about how he wants to actually close sooner, like within two, three weeks. 
Okay, and, so and what was your response? I said, yeah, I told him, yeah, we could do this. And, you know, of course, I was, you know, this was back in July, August, so I'm still learning in this business. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually documenting my journey. I have a YouTube channel trying to get on your level, too. It's called <laughs> Biz Matthew, just to let you know if you want to subscribe. Uh, oh, B-I-Z. Uh, wait, it's what? Biz Matthew, so B-I-Z, like business, yep. and then Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W. So I just post videos and document my whole cool. selling journey. I love but, it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just plugging that in. Hope, hope that was, that was okay. No, hey, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely, bro. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So basically he says, yeah, two, three weeks. I was like, yeah, we can get that done. And I didn't have a buyer in place at that time, but I still made him that promise. (laughs) And, um, so now I started scrambling trying to find a buyer, um, during that time. Okay. Gotcha. So let me, let, let me go back and ask you this, man. When you talk to the seller, before you mention the 30 days, my question to you is, did um, you ask the seller at the, before you mentioned that, how quickly he wants to close? Well, not exactly, no. Mm, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just said, we can close within 30 days or less. Would that be an issue for you? He said, no, I can get out of here within Gotcha. Days. So, uh, you guys, I'm about to do some funny video on how new wholesale. So, the thing is, you guys need to ask. If the right. seller would say, hey, we need to close, you know, I want to close ASAP, then mm-hmm. I typically said, okay, so Matt, we're closing within the next 30 to 45 days or sooner, mm-hmm. would that work for you? And most of the time, the sellers say, the sooner is the better. When they said they want to close, you know, as soon as possible, and when you mentioned 30 to 45 days or sooner, I, mm-hmm. I normally say the 30 to 45 days really fast, and then I, I, stop, I slow down on the sooner, and that mm-hmm. most seller would say, you know, you know, sooner, sooner would be better for us. I said, okay, no problem. We would, we will certainly would do that. Right. I mean, that's our goal too. Now when, the, so you lock it up on the contract with the seller sign, right. Sign right, right? on that right. day you went, okay. For 30 days closing uh-huh. and uh, earnest money. How much was the earnest money? I didn't give any earnest money. Okay. So zero earnest money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So now let's talk about, so when the seller tells you, and I'm going to show you guys how to handle this. When the seller tells you, okay, call you back, right? You mentioned the seller called you back and said he wants to close sooner in what he said two one one to two weeks, you said? Yeah, like, like two to three weeks. And I said, yeah. And you know, thanks for all the tips because yeah, I want people to understand like, especially getting your first deal, you won't know a lot. You're going to make a ton of mistakes, but the thing is just to do it, you know, to just take these imperfect actions and just one step at a time. Okay, well, I can do that. Like I didn't put any earnest money down or anything, or, you know, I forgot asking all these questions, but I still got the deal done. But, you know, it's, it's good to learn so I can better myself, but just for all the new wholesalers to, you know, just do it. Like you won't know everything, of course, at first. Um, but yeah, so two to three weeks and I said, yes. And so I, I just had to rush and kind of find a buyer. and. Um, I just started calling up cash buyers around the area. And I, I found these cash buyers just by looking at cash sales within the past year around that area. How do and you do that? I just went on list source and then okay. I put in like the city and different zip codes. And I looked at people who bought houses with hundred percent equity within okay. the past year. And um, I, I made sure there were absentee owners. Um, because they're usually investors then. 
And so with that, I skipped trace that list and I just started calling everybody on that list. Um, and it was like a list of a hundred and, you know, I would say probably between seven or 10 people were interested. Um, but I was, during that time, I was really like reading Think and Grow Rich. I, I was very like motivated and confident in my deal. And so I'm, I started marketing it super high. So I marketed it at like 105 to start out with. Okay. Because <laughs> I felt like, hey, I'm going to shoot for the stars here, yeah. man. And so, um, and so I guess that price was a little bit high for a lot of people. <clears throat> but um, I, I called this one lady. She was an investor nearby. She said she was interested. And I sent her the documents through email, you know, just the information about the property. Uh, and she never got back to me, but um, I started getting a lot of pressure from the seller saying, hey, when are we going to close? When are we going to close? When are we going to close? And I didn't have a buyer yet. And um, eventually I just called back that, that, uh, that woman and she went to actually see the property. She saw the property uh, actually twice and she made me an offer. Um, but the offer was kind of low. And How so much? I was like, well, at first she offered me 73,000. Hmm. And I was like, hey, I can't do that. And I was like, is that the best you can do? She was like 75. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, Cause you know, I invest money into this deal. And, sure. you know, even though it would be my first deal, five grand for a first deal is still good. I, I knew I could have got more. And so I just let it rest for a little, a few days and, I called that buyer back and I said, hey, you know, the seller's interested. And another thing during this time is that when I went to the seller, I acted like I was buying it myself. And now, like, in my recent deal, I just, you know, I'm just fully transparent with the sellers. I say, hey, I'm not going to buy this house. I'm, I bring this 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 house to my investors, to my um people who like to flip properties, I present them this deal. And so I'm, I'm more transparent now than I was back then because before mm. I was saying, yeah, I'm, I'm the buyer. I'm going to close on this property and I'll just bring money in. And so he was thinking that I was going to buy the property too. And so there's a lot of ups and downs in, in my first deal, but. Sure. But okay. Yeah. So the thing is, Matt, I want, I want everyone to listen to, right. to not get confused here. Right. When you mean transparent, do you tell the seller that you're wholesaling? No, I didn't. Okay. Okay. It's because I don't want to get people confused. Okay, bro. Right. Because, right. When, because a lot of time when, when, when they say, well, Matt, you know, Matt said he's transparent. You know, I want to be that. And they go and they start to explain to the seller. I'm a wholesaler. I'm this. Right, right, so right. Matt, so, so Matt just basically said, Hey, you know what? So how do you say it, Matt? I said, I want people to hear from you, bro. Well, basically when I went to the seller, I said, okay, hold hey. on. So let's say I'm the seller, dude. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, would you consider cash offer? This is my price. I close within 30 days. Um, you know, I work with partners who bring in uh, money into the deal. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. That's how I approach it. Okay. So Matt, so you're, okay. So you, you're saying that you're going to have partners on these deals with you. Right. Okay. Got it, bro. Yeah. All right. Keep going, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and of course I can fine-tune that and improve on, on that approach. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so basically, you know, I'm getting pressure from the seller to, to close. And so I just called back the, uh, the buyer and said, hey, you know, we'll consider like around the mid 80s for this property. And she was like, okay, okay. Um, you know, I can do like 84,000. And so we, we tied it up at 84, you know, cause the contract did it at 70. And then, um, I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't prep my cash buyer and let her know, Hey, you're, you're in charge of paying all the closing costs. So I had to mm. pay a closing fee of 175. That's why it's, 13825 instead of 14000 And so I learned now my last deal just to be, you know, prep my cash buyers. Hey, you're paying all closing fees, you know, blase, blase. And, you know, so, uh, and so, yeah, so basically we closed, you know, found a title company nearby and we did the assignment and yeah, that's basically it. So and that's how it went. <laughs> well, for, first of all, Matt, I want to say uh, congrats, dude. And you, Matt, you, you look super friendly, dude. So when you come out and meet the seller, I'm, I'm thinking building the rapport and getting connections is probably super easy for you. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, like, like you have that friendly, super friendly smile, bro. Like, like when you <laughs> smile, it makes me want to smile, bro. Hey. 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 So, so now, Matt, let me ask you, bro. Um, so you okay so matt closed on his first deal for 13.8 let's just say 13.8 and yeah. he recently closed on another deal for how much bro Eighteen thousand, dude boom dude <laughs> that's the bomb.com man let's it's just it's just it's just let's go it just wants that <laughs> one after another man so for those of you so earlier you you heard that matt said list source is where he pulled his cash buyer list i'll give you guys another site you can check it out and let me know this is where we go okay mm -hmm. it's propstreams.com forward slash WTM. So if you, you, if you go propstream.com forward slash WTM, um, uh, we are an affiliate with them, but let me tell you, man, that's who we use. You can go there, you can pull your list, you can pull your cash buyer list, all of that, but they have one thing that's extremely powerful. So if you go into another market or you want to zone into your market, it'll show you which uh, the hot zip code, the hot cities and all of that. But check this out. It's only, so you get like a seven or 30 days free trial uh, if you go to propstream.com with my uh, code W slash WTM for slash WTM, it's uh, you can start out with uh, 97 bucks a month. Okay. So mm -hmm. list source don't charge you monthly, but PropStream charge you 97 bucks a month. Right. But check out this dude, you yeah. get to pull 10,000 names for free. This oh, wow. save dude, this save us so much money when we were pulling list names through list source, because you, you, we pull a new list every quarter. Right. And it mm -hmm. would cost us, I think it would cost us almost like close to 20,000 or so to pull oh, a wow. list because we pull a, a ton, right? Man, when we transfer over to prop streams, because we pay them now 397 bucks a month and we get to pull up to a hundred thousand name for free. Mm. So dude, for us, it was a huge, it was a humongous saving. Um, but um, I, I'll leave it up to you guys, whichever you guys want to check out, but I'm just giving you guys that prop stream is going to save you some money, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so now mm -hmm. let me ask you this about the, um, so, so that's pr pretty much what Matt did. Matt, Matt go to list source. He pull up the cash buyer, and then he skip trace. Now, skip tracing. What company did you use, bro? Uh, skip batch tracing. Batch. Okay, so batch yeah. skip tracing. Yeah, batch. And gotcha. So you call the hundred names. You yeah. end up uh, finding seven to ten really serious one. Right. 
So now with this, with this buyer, uh-huh. uh, how, uh, how fast was the closing? It was fast. You know, once we struck up a deal, we closed. Um, once she signed her assignment contract, mm-hmm. we, we closed in like five days. Okay. That. Wow. Okay. So good. Good for you. Okay. So five days. Yeah. And, uh, how much was the non-refundable? <laughs> so I, she didn't, she didn't, I didn't require one uh, EMD. I should have, but, um, I was still learning and sure. yeah, so she didn't put one down. So the thing is, you guys, I agree with Matt a hundred, a thousand percent of the time when he said, you know what, you got to take the imperfect action. A lot of you are, are, are paralyzing and not taking action because you want to have everything figured out and you don't right. want to make the mistakes. But let me tell you <laughs> something, man, I don't care. You will make mistakes. And if you wait until you figure everything out, you will never get started, okay? Because that procrastination, that analyze, paralyze you, okay? Right. Takes imperfect perfection and learn as you go. And let me tell you this, man. When I first started, um, Matt, I lost on a pretty big deal, probably like a 40, a 35, 40K wholesale deal. And let me tell you why. Mm. Mm. Uh, it was because of fear. I was so scared because I didn't know what I know now. I was so scared to lock the property up in a contract afraid that I couldn't find a buyers, obviously don't want to move forward to close on it. And so I was, I have so many fears and let me tell you guys what I didn't know, what I know now that is going to help Mm -hmm. you solve this issue is because I did not know that, Hey, I can lock it up. And then I have certain amount of time to be able to back out of the deal. I keep on thinking once I sign the contract, I got to close on it. Like I must Mm. close on it. And that's, that's why I lost on, I lost on so many deals, bro, because uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, okay, hey, I have this time period that I can have the time to inspect the property if I don't like the numbers or, or whatever reason. It doesn't matter what your reason is. It, you don't have to hire an inspector to come out there and do the report. You don't have to walk through the property and just, say, just to say, hey, I find a lot of work. You can just say, you know what? For example, right, my partner, right, we did our numbers and it doesn't work. Or even if you put offer on the property that's, that's on the market, going through an agent. I can just call, let's just say Matt is a realtor and I can just mm-hmm. say, Matt, you know what, man, today it, uh, the sun didn't come out, bro. I didn't like the, the color of the grass. I'm just going to cancel the deal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it can be any reason because that time period, it, it gives you right. But Hey, I'm not giving you any kind of legal advice. You do your research here, right. but I'm, I'm just sharing with you my experience of what, what, what I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because not pulling the trigger it's, it, it, it's what cost me to lose the deal. If I would have pulled the trigger half that time period, right. then um, yeah. obviously, you know. Yeah, you just have to, um, you know, imperfect action. And yep. um, it's a numbers game too. You know, the more contracts, you're not going to, sometimes you won't close on every contract. So, but you have to get a contract, put them on the contract. You can also always try to renegotiate a price or something. Mm, um, good point. And um, yeah, just just get those reps in and just take it as practice too. Like, Hey, even though there's no deal here, let me see what I can do. Good. And then also too, as I want to add one more thing for those of you who are like, well, Kong, you know, I, you know, I don't know if the number's correct and I don't know if I can find a buyer. Like, listen, mm-hmm. if that is your concern for locking the deal up, why don't you just be upfront with the seller? I'm just saying, you know, if that's what it takes for you so right. lock it up on the contract. So, le- so when I was in Vegas, for those of you who listen here, plus when I was in Vegas, I met, uh, gosh, Chris, I can't remember his last name, but he was a pretty big, big player because he was one of the speaker and he canceled 28 contract until he closed his first deal. 
Mm. He canceled 28 contract until he closed his first deal. You see right. that? But if you don't go up to bat, if you don't swing, guess what, man? You're not going to hit any ball, man. <laughs> you're not going to hit any ball and you're not going to make any basket, right? Right. So let, let me give you one. So for those of you who are afraid, Kongwa, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared because I, my number's off. Then, let's, then be up front. Just tell Matt, hey, Matt, listen, you know, uh, we can go ahead and accept your price at this figure. But I just want to let you know that, you know, we're going to do our research. You know, we're going to have our, our contract to go out and look at the property. Right. You know, I'm going to have my partners review all the numbers and look at everything. You know, we want to make sure that everything fits and, 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 and that we can make it work for us. And if we can, I just mm -hmm. want to let you know we're ready to move forward to close on it. But I want you to understand that if, you know, if we find that there's a lot of work that needed to be done to the property or my partner after the research and we feel like, you know, things are, are numbers are not looking, I want to let you know that um that i'll be able to let you know that hey we cannot move through to close on it right i'm gonna take i'm, I'm gonna take the deal that we got here i'm gonna come back to my partner and i'm gonna pitch to them right and we're gonna right. do our, our research and if it makes sense we're gonna move forward to close on it but i feel really good about it right i feel i feel really good i just want to let you know that i'm not about 100 sure and i just want to be upfront and be honest with you yeah. but i am going to do my best i got a lot of partners Right, I got a lot, a lot of partners in my pipeline that I'm gonna pitch this to, and I think mm -hmm. that I'm gonna get this done for you. Okay, right. so you right. can do, so you can do that, right? Mm -hmm. You can do that if you are a, if, if you are afraid. Okay, so you right, can do right. that. So now the seller understand, Matt understand that. Hey, mm -hmm. if there's anything, you're right. You can come back and you can cancel. Yeah, I recently had to do that too. Just be upfront with the person. It was actually for a manufacturer told him. I said, hey, there's not a lot of appreciation value in this property. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to present this to the group of investors that I represent, people who like to flip properties and if they like it, you know, that's good for us. And if they don't, I'll let you know as soon as possible, because I don't want to keep you waiting on anything, you know, and just, you know, just be a truth teller and just tell them how, how it is. And also, you know, most successful people, they fail most of the time. But when they win, they win. For example, like you're talking about baseball. I mean, if you have a batting average above 30%, which is considered failing, you're, you're pretty good in the major leagues. And so, um, I mean, you're not going to, to win most of the time, but the wins you do get are, are pretty, pretty good. Absolutely. Agree, agree, agree. Anyways, you guys, I hope this um, interviews really helps you out and add some value to your life and to your day. And if you do appreciate me, continue doing this. Please show my guest some love. I know Matt is, you know, taking his time out, dropping some bombs, smash that thumbs up for him. Also hey. to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, be sure to turn on that bell notification. So when I upload an amazing video like this or when I go live, you get notified. So now, Matt, how do people uh, connect with you, bro? Yeah, so number one is my YouTube channel. I'm trying to grow that family together. I, I Good have for you, bro. around like 480 subscribers. Woo! So, 480 um, and counting. Yeah, let's go. Trying let's to reach go. 500 by, by the end of this year. I think I'll reach that. And then, um, so YouTube channel is Biz Matthew, B-I-Z, M-A-T-T-H-E-W. And I just post my journey, my ups and downs, the different mistakes I make. And the different deals I make and the deal breakdowns, I find I show you all how I found cash buyer, find a seller, and things like that. And also my Instagram, the same name, B-I-Z-M-A-T-T-H-E-W. Anything else? Uh, no, I mean those those are my main ways that you can contact me. Bro, 
man, I'm about to share this with you. You probably heard it, but I'm about to share this with you, bro. That's gonna, okay. that's, if you're into, you know, growing your personal branding, like right. this is the long journey. Dude, right. I'm gonna share this with you. Okay. Thank me later. Dude, you gotta get on TikTok, bro. TikTok, okay, yeah, Tick, I heard of that. Dude, TikTok, tickety talk. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> it's so underrated right now. I got on it because of Gary Vee. It's so underrated right now, bro, where, where it's easy for you to get exposed. Dude, education, wholesaling space, there's not a whole lot of people doing it, bro. Just, bro, I'm gonna probably surpass my YouTube and Instagram within the next 30 days. And I, wow. recently, I recently only start TikTok and I really recently only got really serious about it probably within the last 60 days. I'm all, I almost hit, I, I'm gonna hit 10,000 follower today. Wow. Like just, that's just within the last 60 days, right? <laughs> wow, I'm like I'm telling you, like, like right now it's so underrated, not a whole lot. And, and, that, and the reason I started, thanks to Gary Vee, I gotta give the guy a shout out, man. Gary Vee, he, dude, TikTok right now, bro, if you are an influencer or start, wanna start your branding or anything like that, I'm telling you, I'm giving you like, if you haven't heard it from Gary Vee, I'm just a, they call me the Walmart of Gary Vee. <laughs> <laughs> the they call me the Walmart version of Gary Vee on a TikTok. talk. I'm not offended at all, bro. Put put any stage with me with Gary Vee on there, dude. Hell yeah. But yeah. if you haven't heard from Gary Vee, if you haven't heard from me, if you're an influencer into branding, I'm telling you, you gotta hit that thing hard. Because right now okay. it's so easy to get you exposed. You know, it's like when you're new into the game where not a whole lot of people, like you get more exposure, and then eventually, you know, you would have to pay right? Sponsorship to get on that. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, hit it hard and you will see that you're probably going to surpass that way quicker than your YouTube. And then what I do oh. is I funnel them, right? I take them to from my TikTok, goody talk over to my YouTube <laughs> and my Instagram, bro. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. <laughs> I hope that adds some value to YouTube, bro. So anyways, yeah. Matt, what are some last, I'm going to let you wrap it up, man. Tips, advice, feedback for anyone that's starting out, bro. Wrap it up. Yeah. Me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what we've been saying throughout this interview is that you won't know everything. You're, you know, don't let the fear stop you. Um, just take one step at a time. Okay, right now, I just need them to sign. You know, think about uh, the title company later, just have the seller sign and then next step. Okay, let me find a cash buyer. Let me get the title company in place, especially for your first deal. Just understand you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but just take action, you know, day by day and follow people like Kong, you know, for some awesome content, some fire content. And um, yeah, just keep on um, going at it, you know, day by day. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Matt, I want to say thank you so much. Any one of you that's watching, you want to uh, follow Matt on YouTube and his Instagram, probably tickety talk soon <laughs> to follow his journey. Um, and I, I appreciate everyone that's watching. And if you haven't followed me on TikTok, man, go ahead and check it out. It's just for Kong. Sure. Um, dot WTM and on there I do different things it, not so you won't find like things that I do in YouTube or Instagram it's, it's I, I try to blend in with with that community <laughs> because it's for the young and I they call me the boomer <laughs> oh really so you be dance dance videos dance viral oh, hell videos. yeah bro hell yeah you see the <laughs> dance video on there anyways you guys take care of a great rest of your day and thank you so much for watching until next time ciao later all bro right. all right see ya